Blog Talk Radio. family what's going on family what's going on it's your boy minister bernard marrow back for another episode another broadcast of the by faith be good podcast and radio show i am so excited to be back to be reconnected with you all to share a word from the lord with you Amen. God is doing some great things here at Purpose Kingdom Network, and I'm excited to be a part of it. Listen, it's Friday. Hallelujah. It's Friday, November the 18th, 2022. This is the day that the Lord has made. We shall rejoice and be glad in it. I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm excited. With that being said, shout out to all of my Facebook family. Shout out to all of my Instagram family. Shout out to all of my Purpose Kingdom Network family. Shout out to our CEO, our leader, Pastor Toy Daly. Shout out to her. Shout out to all of God's messengers, all of the Purpose Kingdom Network family. So check it out, family. Hallelujah. Glory to God. All right. No issues. Okay, here we go. We should be rocking right now. Hallelujah. So check it out, family. Um, as always, I'm going to open up in prayer, and then we're going to get into the word that God has provided tonight for us all. All right? Glory to God. All right. So check it out. Uh, this is the 1,730 episode here on Purpose Kingdom Network, and we're excited that God has been sustaining PKN, hallelujah, and doing some great things. So check it out, family. Let's go ahead and get into it. Once again, this is the By Faith Be Good podcast and radio show. It's an hour of faith-building encouragement that will lift up the name of Jesus and draw all of God's children closer to him. And we've been I'm getting feedback from my producer saying that uh, we're a little muffled tonight. So I want to make sure that we are sounding good, all right? Glory to God. If you all can give me one second, we're going to get into this word tonight. We're not going to let anything. Um, I'm live streaming, I'm recording, and I'm on air. All right. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So check it out. This is an hour of faith-building encouragement that will lift up the name of Jesus and draw all of God's children closer to him. And so, family, give me one second. All right. So I'm going to open up in prayer. It's all right. I'm going to open up in prayer, and we're going to get into it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Bless your name, Lord. Father, we thank you. We give you all the honor, the glory and the praise, and we pray that you have your way tonight. We pray that you be glorified tonight. Father, we pray that you be adored tonight. Hallelujah, that you be acknowledged. We thank you for waking us up. We thank you for starting us on our way. We thank you for life, health, and strength. We thank you for healing and deliverance. We thank you for your divine protection. We thank you for your word, God. We thank you for your grace, your mercy, your favor, and your amazing love, your love that is unconditional, your love that is never-ending, your love that is unfailing. So we come together tonight to receive your word. Hallelujah. We come in agreement with your word tonight, God. We come together tonight, hallelujah, to press forward by faith, walking by faith and not by sight. So, Father, I pray that you would have your way tonight. Have your way, Holy Spirit. Bless your word, God, that it go forth boldly, that it be a blessing to your children, that you reinstall it, live by it, and share it with others. 
It's in the mighty, matchless name of Jesus we pray. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So let's get into it, family. Listen, I'm excited about this word tonight because uh, God had, you know, he led me to revisit John chapter 11, and that's what we're going to get into to tonight, all right? Uh, Brother Rob, let me know if I still sound a little muffled um, or if you can hear me. I want to make sure that the people of God can hear me loud and clear before I get into this word. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Praise the Lord. All right. So with that being said, family, um, we've been in this new series titled Keep Your Faith in Motion. And tonight we're going to get into part seven of Keep Your Faith in Motion. All right, praise the Lord. He can hear me better now. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank God that all things work together for our good because we are called according to his purpose, and we love him. So check it out, family. This new series titled Keep Your Faith in Motion, and we are in part seven. And tonight we're going to focus on capability versus availability. Capability Verses availability. And I'm going to read John chapter 11, verses 1 to 26 in the King James Version. But we're going to focus on verses 22 and 23, all right? So once again, one more time, we're in this new series titled, Keep Your Faith in Motion, and we are on part 7. And tonight, we're going to focus on capability versus availability. And we're also going to, I'm going to read John chapter 11, verses 1 to 26, but we're also going to focus on verses 22 and 23, all right? So with that being said, let's get into it. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Let's get into it. John chapter 11, verses 1 to 26, all right? So the word of the Lord says, Now a certain man was sick named Lazarus of Bethany, the town of Mary and her sister Martha. It was that Mary which anointed the Lord with ointment and wiped his feet with her hair, whose brother Lazarus was sick. Therefore his sisters sent unto him, saying, Lord, behold, our love is sick. Jesus heard that. He said, this sickness is not unto death, but for the glory of God, the Son of God, might be glorified thereby. Now, Jesus loved Martha and her sister and Lazarus. And when he heard, therefore, he was sick, he abided two days still in the same place where he was. After that, he to his disciples, let's go into Judea again. His disciples said unto him, Master, the Jews of the Jews of the late sought to stone thee. Go thou thee. Jesus answered and said, There not says, are there not twelve hours in a day? Man walk in the day, he stumbled not because he see the light of this world. If a man walk in the night, he stumble because there is no light in him. These things said he, and after that he said unto them, Our friend Lazarus sleepeth, but I go that I may awake him to sleep. Now, go to the New Living Translation. Let's, Let's shift a little bit so that we can really break this thing down, all right? Check it out. Verses, John chapter 11, verses 1 to 26. I'm going to read it very quickly, and we're going to get into this word. This word is going to bless you tonight. So it says, a man named Lazarus was sick. He lived in Bethany with his sisters Mary and Martha. This is the Mary who later poured the expensive perfume on the Lord's feet and wiped them with her hair. Her brother Lazarus was sick. So the two sisters sent a message to Jesus telling him, Lord, your dear, your dear friend is very sick. 
But when Jesus heard about it, he said, Lazarus' sickness will not end in death. No, it happened for the glory of God so that the Son of God will receive glory from this. Right? So God was basically saying that I'm going to allow this thing to take place so I can get the glory, right? So although Jesus loved Martha, Mary, and Lazarus, he stayed where he was for the next two days. Finally, he said to his disciples, let's go back to Judea, to Judea, right? Verse 8, but his disciples objected. They said, Rabbi, they said, only a few days ago, the people in Judea were trying to stone you. Going there again, Jesus replied, there are 12 hours of daylight every day. During the day, you can walk safely because they have the light of this world. But at night, danger of stumbling because they have no light. Verse 11, then he said, our friend Lazarus has fallen asleep. Now he already knew Lazarus had died without anybody telling him. He says, but now I will go and wake him up. The disciples said, Lord, if he is sleeping, he will soon get better. They thought Jesus meant Lazarus was simply sleeping, but Jesus meant Lazarus had died. So he told them plainly, Lazarus is dead. And for your sakes, I'm glad I wasn't there but now you will really believe, come, let's go see him. Thomas, nicknamed the twin, said to his fellow disciples, let's go too and die with Jesus. When Jesus arrived at Bethany, he was told that Lazarus had already been in the grave for four days. Bethany was only a few miles down the road from Jerusalem, and many of the people had come to console uh, Martha and Mary in their loss. When Martha got word that Jesus was coming, she went to meet him, but Mary stayed in the house. Martha said to Jesus, Lord, if only you had been here, my brother would not have died. Verse 22, but even now, I know that God will give you whatever you ask. Jesus told her, your brother will rise again said, he will rise when everyone else rises last day. So the Lord, he already knows what's going to take place. So he didn't already told the disciples, he didn't already told them like, you know, he's falling asleep. Wake him up. They thought that he was, you know, sleep, taking a nap. But God says, no, he died. I'm going to go wake him up. And so he tells Martha the same thing. He says, your brother's going to rise again. And Martha thought that he was talking about on the last day when Jesus returned, like after Jesus' ascension, right? Because Jesus had not been crucified yet. And so he was preparing to be crucified. And we know that he would get to the point where he would ascend back to heaven. And then we know that we would get to the point where now everyone is waiting for Jesus' return. So she thought when Jesus said your brother would rise again, she thought he was talking about to his ascension when he would return to the earth. And so verse 24 says, you know, yes, Martha said, he will rise when everybody else rises at the last day. Verse 25, Jesus told her, in the resurrection and the life. Anyone who believes in me will live, even after dying. 26, everyone who lives in me and believes in me will never die. Do you believe this, Martha? Even in verse 27, she said, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord, I believe. So check it out. I want to focus tonight on verses 22. Now, we didn't got the whole backstory. We got information on what took place here, right? There's two sisters in Bethany. Their names are Martha and Mary, and they have a brother named Lazarus. And Lazarus got sick, and so they sent word for Jesus. And they had the mindset that if they called for Jesus, he would come right away. 
But Jesus waited four days until he decided to go see about Lazarus. And so now, at this point, Lazarus had died. Lazarus was dead and gone. He was in the grave. He was buried. He had been in the tomb for four days. His body had begun the process of decomposing. He, he had an odor. It was not good. He was dead and gone. So Jesus finally decided to come and show up. And now, you know, Mary, she stayed at home. She's mourning the death of her brother, and so she stayed at home. Martha heard that Jesus was coming. Martha said, yo, I'm going to go see Jesus. She says, I'm going to go meet him. And when she got to Jesus, she said these words in verses 22. She says, matter of fact, verses 21, Martha said to Jesus, Lord, if only you had been here, brother would not have died. She felt some type of way. If you would have been here, my brother Lazarus would have still been alive. Get to verse 22, and she shifted. So verse 21, she's in her feelings. She's feeling some type of way. Verse 22, she shifts, and she recognizes who he is, even in the midst of what had already took place. 21, she like, if you would have been here, my brother would have had, he would have still been alive. He would not have died. She shifted in verse 22 says, but even now, I know that God will give you whatever you ask. 23 says, Jesus told her, your brother will rise again. So check it out, family. Let's get into the word tonight. I preached um, out of this chapter about couple years ago in 2020, um, I actually preached out of this chapter um, in October 2020 for the church anniversary of my uh, home church in Philly that I attended when I was in Philly, New Salem Baptist Church. Shout out to y'all. Love y'all so much. Miss you. Um, You know, God blessed me with an opportunity to preach out of John chapter 11 uh, with a sermon titled, Even Now, you know, because at that time, we had been going through the pandemic, right? And it's October 2020. A lot has been happening, and we've lost people, and it was just chaotic. And so the Lord gave me the word that even now, as Martha said, even now God is able. Even now God can do whatever needs to be done. And so I end my time of study, and the Lord led me back to John chapter 11, and he gave me this title capability versus availability capability versus availability so here it is let's get into it tonight god does not operate on our time frame as much as we would like him to god does not operate on our time frame our timeline and time frame is different from God's timeline and time frame. And so in John chapter 21 to 23, the word of the Lord says, Martha said, if you would have been here, my brother would not have died. Verse 22, she still recognized, she says, but even now, whatever you ask, God will give it to you. So family, your timeline And your time frame, it can cause challenges in your relationship with God. Say that again. At times, your timeline and your time frame, it can cause challenges in your relationship with God. Family, I got a couple questions for you. As you press forward, will you embrace the way God decides to show up for you? When God shows up, in faith be in your feelings because we got to keep our faith in motion keep our faith in motion we got to stay committed to our relationship with the Lord we can't move according to how we feel we have to move according to what we believe we can't allow how we feel or what we see to dictate what we believe we have to move 
according to what God said in his word. This is why I believe God strategically gave us 2 Corinthians chapter 5 and verse 7, where he says, for we walk by faith and not by sight. I can't allow what I see to dictate what I believe. I can't allow how I feel to dictate how I move or how I respond. And so we have these questions tonight. Will you embrace God decides to show up? When God shows up, will you be in faith be in your feelings? So here it is. Our focus tonight is capability versus availability. Oh, we're going to get into it tonight. So here it is, family focus tonight. This is this is this is what God told me to tell you. Y'all already know. I give it to y'all how God give it to me. It's not that you don't believe God can do what you need him to. It's not that you don't believe God can do what you need him to. You believe God can do it. You believe God can do whatever you need him to. Your problem is been there. I'm still there. I have my moments too where I need God to show up, but it seems as if God doesn't show up when I need him to. God already knows where I am. He He already knows what I need. He He knows what I'm facing, so why am I tripping, right? Why are any of us tripping when we know that God is all-knowing? Focusing on tonight capability versus availability. It's not that you don't believe God can do it. You believe God can do whatever you need him to. The problem is you don't like God's timing. That's that's what our issue is these days. Where the frustration comes from, where the stress and the worrying comes from, God's timing. So the word capability, it means the power or ability to do something. The power or the ability to do something. The word capability is the quality or state of being capable. The quality or state of being capable. It is a possession of the means or skill to do something. This is what capability means. Having the possession of the means or the skill to do something. The capacity, here it is, having the capacity to fully occupy. Having the capacity to fully occupy. So the word availability is is two simple meanings. The word availability means the quality of being able to be used or obtained at someone's disposal. The quality of being able or being used obtained someone else's disposal. The word availability simply means being free to do something about it. If you're tuned in on the live stream, can I get an amen tonight? It means being free to do something. So here it is, family. I encourage you tonight. What you're believing in God for is going to happen. Where you are not the end all be all. Still has a greater plan for you. Still has greater in store for you. You will rise again. To say that way you are tonight, I will rise again. Lord will get me to where he promised to take me. God will work this thing out because I know that he's able. But, Lord, I need you to help me be patient. I need you, God, to show me how to trust you even when it seems as if I can't trace you. In times when it seems as if you're showing up too late, you're still able to work it out for me. You're still able to turn it around. You're still able to do the impossible. 
And so here it is, family. God has not planned for us to stay level. God never planned for us to stay on one level. He wants us to have ever-increasing faith. Faith, you've heard me say this plenty of times, faith is the master key. It opens every door. Faith is the substance and the assurance. The more faith you have, the more you can do for the kingdom of God. The more effective you'll be, the more you will experience being able to make it through any and every obstacle, being able to press through every challenge and every tough circumstance. So with all faith, family, all the situations that come our way, you know, we all face situations that look like they're never going to work out. We've all faced some situations that look like it wasn't going to work out. You you may not see how you can get out of debt, how you can accomplish your dreams or, or a vision or the goals you set. At times, you feel it's been too long. No change, no progress. Nothing new is happening. You, you, you may have found yourself feeling as if all odds are against you. Often we settle where we are and we begin to wonder or make, make statements like maybe it wasn't meant to be. But it is. Have you ever found yourself making that statement? Maybe it wasn't meant to be. Or it is what it is. You know, it does not matter how the situation looks. It doesn't matter if it seems as if it's too as if it's too late. God can still show up, do what needs to be done. God does it greater than what you expected. And so, in John chapter eleven, there's a lady named Martha that 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 faced, you know with the situation, her and her sister, they are faced with an impossible situation. Her brother Lazarus, you know, he was extremely sick. Martha and her sister, her sister Mary, very close to Jesus. So they sent word for Jesus to come to their house and heal their brother Lazarus. So Jesus was in another city. Another day went by. And there, they're still waiting. Still, there's no sign of Jesus. So we can only imagine, wake up early the next morning, looking out the windows, knowing that at any moment, Jesus would arrive. It's been three days since they have first sent word for him to come to their house. Now, more and more upset, they, they, they find themselves feeling some type of way. I believe they, they probably presented the question, where is he? I can understand stand, uh, how they felt. Have you ever been in a situation where you begin to question, Lord, where are you? Been you so long. Finally, family, their worst nightmare comes true. Lazarus, he dies. They're distraught. They're very upset at this point. They just lost their brother. That matters worse. They knew that their good friend Jesus could have healed Lazarus. They knew if Jesus would have showed up when they needed him to, could have been healed and still alive. They've seen Jesus open the eyes of the blind. They've seen Jesus heal lepers. They, they've seen Jesus turn water into wine. It would have been no big deal for Jesus to heal their brother Lazarus. The Lazarus had died and finally shows up. Has it ever seemed like God showed up too late? You prayed, you believed, but the problem didn't turn around. The medical report wasn't good. The business wasn't making it. 
saw. She was crying and sent. She, she was crying and she went to meet up with Jesus. Hallelujah. She, she made a statement. Jesus, if you would have been here sooner, my brother would not have died. She was saying, Jesus, basically, how could you have let this happen? You do this to us. I believe Martha could have said to Jesus, you know, in other words, hanging like that. Hang out together. We had you over our house for dinner. You could do was show up time of an emergency and heal our brother. Martha could, you know, in that moment when she where Jesus was and she said, if you would have been here, my brother would have still been alive. She could have remained angry. She could have turned around and walked away bitter, angry, and continued to complain. That would have been the end of the story, the end of it. I'll be talking about it today because the end would have been a bad ending. In that dark season, it looked like it was too late. It looked like the situation that deal did significant, did something extremely significant. What Martha said recognized a negative statement, right? We're walking this thing out. Martha said could have been recognized a negative statement. She said, if you would have been here, my brother Lazarus would not be dead. She could have she could have said it tone. If you read it, said man, she was hot. She was mad. It had to be said in a negative way. But then once again, remember, she shifted. Said, but I know that even now, whatever you ask God, do it. So notice this. Those two simple words, family, two simple words. Martha was saying, it looks impossible, but even now you can turn it around. My brother has been dead for four days, but even now you can raise Lazarus back up. See away, but even now she was basically saying, God, I still believe you can make the way. Has any of us, have you had a moment where you felt some type of way? and you allowed a certain statement to slip out your mouth when you went to God in prayer, but then immediately you recognized that he was still God, so you shifted in how you felt, and you recognized him for who he is. Have anybody ever had a moment like that? Come on, let's be real tonight. I know I have. You found yourself worrying. You found yourself stressed out. You found yourself frustrated. You found yourself coming at God like, yo, God, I prayed, I declared your word, I'm here, I've been faithful, I've been serving, I've been expecting you, and it's too late now. If you would have been here, the bill would have been paid. If you would have been here, my car would not have been repoed. If you would have been here, the situation would have been better than what it is. Somehow, some way, you still found yourself shifting and you still recognize that he was still God. Hey, that he still had all power. Found yourself that if it's too late, God, but somehow, some way, I know you can still make a way for me. My car may have been repoed, but you can give me another one. Oh, oh, it may, the doctor's report may has not changed, but I still believe uh, that you can heal. It may seem as if it's too late. The bill hasn't been, been paid, and it seems as if the lights are getting ready to get turned off. The gas is getting ready to get turned off, but somehow, some way, even though it's past the due date, I still believe that you can still make a way. Times in life, family, with Martha, have to remember your faith in motion. God, 
the medical the medical report. It doesn't look good. Believe that even now you can heal. My business is hanging by a thread, but even now you can prosper me. My marriage looks like it's over, but even now you can restore us. Come on. When it looks impossible, the odds are against you. You don't see how it can work out or how it can be worked out. Complain. Get bitter. Stay focused. Your faith. Instead of give God praise, knowing that even now God is able to do what you need Him to. Doesn't matter what the situation looks like, family. Even now, you got to be like Martha. I was mad. Yes, I was frustrated. Yes, I felt some type of way. But even now, somehow, some way, God can still do what needs to be done. He can still show up for me. Ability versus availability. No God is able to do it, but your problem is that you don't like God's timing. And this is why we need to have a personal relationship with the Lord, because that's how we learn how to trust him. It's a relationship. If you are just going through the motions, if you are just going through the formalities, you're going to church on Sundays because that's what you're supposed to do on a Sunday. You receive the word when it's preached. You're excited. It sounds good. It gets you all roused up. But soon as a situation comes, you mad, you frustrated, you feeling some type of way. You know why? Because you don't have a relationship. you just going through the motion. When real problems come about, you don't know how to handle them. You don't know how to apply God's word to it. You don't know how to go to God in prayer. You don't know how to keep your faith in motion. You don't know how to trust God because you've been just going through the motions. But if you have a relationship You've gotten to know who God is for yourself. You've gotten to a point where you can recognize that you can trust God no matter what. If you have a relationship with the Lord, recognize what he already did, done before. You have a moment of reflection where you can recognize if he did it before, he can do it again. Where I'm at. How it feels. I don't like how it looks. I can't stand the struggle. I can't stand the fact of what I'm going through. But even now, God, I'll keep my faith in motion. My timing is not your timing. My ways are not your ways. But God, if I can just keep my faith in motion, at some point, you'll show up turning around for my good. You will do what needs to be done. So I'll keep my faith in motion. See where you show up. But when you finally do what I need you to, it'll be greater than what I expected. Woo! Hey! Continue to keep your faith in motion. God is able. Show up when you expect him to. But you got to keep your faith in motion knowing God knows all about your troubles knows when to show up. Come on. God knows all about your troubles, and he knows when to show up. You don't believe God can do what you need him to, family. You believe God can do it. You know God is capable. Your problem is you don't like God's timing. We cannot allow ourselves to be frustrated as if God will leave us hanging. We know where we are what we're up against. Understand that God, God, He always will be God. Hallelujah. God. We've got to keep our faith in motion because God is omnipotent. He's God all powerful. Consistent with God's nature is possible. God and He has all power. Omnipotent. Let's break it down. He's omniscient. He's God who is all knowing. He knows 
the past, the present, and the future. God, who is all-knowing, watch this. He is God who is omnipresent. He is God who is omnipresent. He is God who is everywhere all at the same time. Hallelujah. He is omnipresent. God who is everywhere all at the same time. He is God who is omnibenevolent. He is omnibenevolent. He is God who is all good and all loving. Omnibenevolent. Ooh, let me get my words right. Omnibenevolence. Benevolence. God who is all good and all loving. Sing out. Capability versus God's capability. He's always able. He's always available. He's always with us. He's always able. He's always available. He's always with us. But when it seems as if God is far from us, give up. Keep believing. Times we don't like to wait on God. But family, there's a purpose process you to get this tuned in. Come on, lean in a little closer. There's a purpose in the process of waiting. To waiting. The word wait, the definition means to stay in a place of expectation. The word wait, the definition means to stay in a place of expectation you with this tonight. If you're waiting to work out something for you, you are becoming while you're waiting is more important than what you're waiting for. I'll say it again. Who you are becoming, the waiting is more important than you're waiting for. To what God promised to do in your life, there is a place between promise when it comes to what God promised to do in your life, there is a place between promise and fulfillment. The place is called time. This is the place of change and transformation. This is the place where you learn how to trust God. In the meantime, is the place where you can become disciplined. Sometimes we just need to stand still till we hear from God and trust him while we're waiting. An important point, being a good steward time we're waiting. How to be consistent and faithful to God because God honors consistency. Staying true what we have been taught through God's word. Serve the truth, word of God that we know are positioned to trust. Not leave God's word or forget about God's word. We have to stand firm on it, put our faith on it, and live by it. Come to God's word. We cannot leave it, forget about it. We have to stand firm on it, put our faith on it, and live by it. Keep your faith in motion. God will move heaven and earth to do what needs to be done for you, to do what he promised. And whatever you think is too far gone, things that you've given up on, the promises that you've let go of, to you tonight still bring them to pass. I can still restore the relationship. I can still prosper you and put you into overflow. I can still give you the desires of your heart. After all, family, even now, God, but you got to keep your faith in motion. 
Here's why. God meets us at the level of expectation. God meets us at the level of expectation. If you don't expect to get well, you will. Favor because of his grace and his mercy and because of a purpose that he has assigned to you, he heals you. He's a loving God. Heavenly Father, he is love. God requires faith. You don't expect to get well, you not get well. If you don't expect to be free from depression, you find yourself stuck in being depressed. That's the limits of God. Listen, Martha said, see how this can happen in the natural. She basically was saying, my brother has been dead for four days. He's already in the tomb. Imagine, family, what was going through Martha's and Mary's mind. Despite the fact that Jesus only, you know, Jesus, he openly admitted to loving them, he still didn't show up when they needed him the most. Matter of fact, Jesus knowingly took his time before he went to go see about them. Jesus had healed a number of people before Lazarus. Else should you expect him to do? You've already seen what he's able to do. If he time, most certainly would have healed Lazarus, right? If he would have went when they requested him right away, Jesus would have healed Lazarus. But they would have never known any more about Jesus. Already did. Here's a revelation. This is why I'm taking my time tonight. See, a lot of times being on this podcast, see, I would have been a lot more hyped, probably been yelling, would have been lit, I would have been turned up. But the Lord has me slow walking this thing out tonight. See, if Jesus would have showed up, and I'm getting ready to extend an invitation to you, family, but I want to finish this thing out very quickly give you this revelation. Jesus showed up when they requested him to. They would have not known more about Jesus than what they already had known. Jesus knew they were ready for greater revelation. Jesus wanted to give them the revelation that he was the resurrection and the light. He wanted to reveal himself to them in a different way. They already knew he, they already believed he was the Messiah. They already believed he, he was able to perform miracles. They already believed he was the son of God. He exposed himself to them as the resurrection, the life. He had dominion over death itself and that, his refusal, silence, rejection. Going through, and you're praying for God to show up and work that thing out. His refusal and his silence is not rejection. Family, here's the revelation for you tonight. If you feel as if God is taking too long to show up for you, maybe it's because God wants to reveal to you a greater revelation of who he is. Maybe it's because he wants to reveal to you a greater revelation of who he is. God, denial, delay is not denial. So we've all heard it. Delay, delay is not denial. Recognize what, what is the purpose in God taking his time on this thing? Am I in alignment with him? Am I in his word? Am I praying? Am I... Am I, have I been faithful? Uh, uh, what am I doing that I need to stop doing? What, what am I not doing that I need to start doing? Like, why is God taking his time with this situation? In the midst of it, you got to keep your faith in motion. 
You've got to keep your faith in motion. So check it out. Where you are, right, you feel as though you've been in it too long. You're wondering, God, when are you going to show up for me? When are you going to work this thing out? And you find yourself where you're focusing on versus availability. God, I know you're able to do it, but when are you going to do it? I know you can provide, but when are you going to provide? I know you can deliver, but when are you going to deliver? There's a purpose in the process of waiting. And if God is making you wait, then you got to understand that it's for your good. Because he wants to give you a greater revelation of who he is. He wants to use that situation to draw you closer to him. He's using it simply so that you will trust him. We have to learn how to trust God. We cannot be in our feelings because if we're in our feelings, we're not in faith. If you have a moment, fine. But what's important is that you learn how to bounce back. And that's exactly what Martha did. She had a moment. If you would have been here, my brother would still be alive. With herself real quick, sitting how she felt. And she bounced back into her position of faith. But even now, even though my brother's dead and gone, even now, you're still God. And whatever you're at, I know it's going to happen. See, Jesus was in the earth as the son of God. And Jesus was focused on being about his father's business. And so that's why she put it in the terms, I know that even now, whatever you ask, God, he'll give it to you. She recognized him as the son of God, and she recognized God as the father, as Jesus did. But deep down, Jesus, him being God in the flesh, she knew, you may not come when I wanted you to, but really, realistically, you're, you're still on time because God turned that thing around. We're going to get into it. But I want to I I I say this, family. Make the greatest decision that you can ever make in your life. You may feel like you're lost, you're all alone. You may feel like you've been in a situation too long. God may not come when you want him, but he knows when to show up. He knows when to work it out. He will, he will be there on time. See, to Martha and Mary, it seems as if it, it was too late. But to Jesus, he was right on time. Because as we read in John chapter 11, he wanted the glory. So he allowed it to happen the way that it did. So he can get the glory. He wanted to show them that he had power over everything. Make that decision today to accept Jesus Christ into your life. Make the decision today to have a personal relationship with him. If that's you, I want you to repeat this prayer after me. Because the word of the Lord says, family, in Romans chapter 9, Romans chapter 10, verse 9, if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus Christ and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you shall be saved. And one of my favorite scriptures, Romans 10 and 13, for whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. It don't matter how old you are, where you come from, what you've been going through, call on the name of Jesus, and he will save you. He'll show up for you. may not come when you want to. But he will be there on time because to you it's too late. But to him, he's right on time. Repeat this prayer after me. Heavenly Father, forgive me for I have sinned and falling short of your glory. I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. I believe that Jesus Christ died for my sins. I believe that Jesus Christ rose with all power. Jesus, save me 
I accept you as my Lord and personal Savior. Come into my heart. Come into my life. Stay in my life. Holy Spirit, come into my heart. Come into my life. Stay in my life and have your way so that I live according to God's word, his will, and his way. In Jesus' name, amen. Family, if you repeated that prayer after me, you just got saved. You just got saved. Then guess what? We welcome you into God's family. We welcome you into God's family. You're part of God's family. You've always been a part of God's family. But now you've made the decision today to take ownership of being a part of God's family. So we encourage you to get into a Bible-believing, teaching, preaching church where they can help you go spiritually through the word of God. Y'all can encourage and inspire to each other to always stay focused and press forward by faith. Check it out. I want to take this moment for Brother uh, Minister Ralph Hudson to come on and share some announcements. Amen, amen. Uh, real quickly, I'll go ahead and do the announcements. This is the Product Purpose Kingdom Network. I'd like to thank each and every one of you for joining us for tonight's show. Uh, no matter where in the world you are, whether you're listening to us online or you're listening to us via phone, uh, we greatly appreciate your listenership and your support. And we uh, also appreciate those that share with their friends and family members that let, you know, that let them know that uh, Purpose Kingdom Network is on the air. Uh, anytime we do a live broadcast, we're broadcasting live on www.blogtalkradio.com backslash Purpose Kingdom. Um, and anytime you want to hear any of our previous shows, you can do, uh, go to the same website. Simply type in the host name or the show name, and you can hear that show in its entirety and at your convenience. Uh, we also are invite you to like us on Facebook at Purpose Kingdom at Facebook, where you can see our upcoming shows and advertisements. And from time to time, we do make some major announcements. So uh, please feel free to uh, like us on Facebook. Uh, also, uh, we're anywhere where podcasts are broadcasted. Uh, just simply uh, type in Purpose Kingdom and hit the follow button, and that way you won't miss an episode of Purpose Kingdom Network. Uh, okay, and uh, also we do have one more thing. We have a, ra- a radio station, uh, which is PurposeKingdom.com, where you can just listen to 24 hours of music of inspiration, and uh, feel free to share with your friends and family members. Uh, and tomorrow evening at the 8 p.m. hour, uh, we're going to have – uh, the show, uh, The Turning Points, with uh, Elder Charles Lee and Reverend Maureen Lee. So once again, with God's will, God's blessing, we hope you join us tomorrow evening at the 8 p.m. hour for The Turning Points with Elder Charles Lee and Reverend Maureen Lee. And uh, one last announcement that we do have, um, if you want a great deal and a great uh, Christmas gift idea, uh, please go to ebooks.com where they have a great, great uh, array of uh, books and uh, two books that you can get for yourself or one for a gift is The Three Ps by our very own Minister Bernard Merrill and also uh, Things That Contaminate Your Faith. Uh, please check those out and uh, please consider that as a gift idea for yourself or someone that you love. Uh, with that being said, it's going to be the end of the announcement, and I'm going to turn everything back over to Minister Bernard. Minister Bernard, the show is back in your hands. Amen. Amen. So, family, I pray that you uh, receive those announcements, and we'll get into those. Yes, you can go to www.shopbfwg.com, shopbfwg.com, S-H-O-P-B-F-W-G, and you can get the books. There's a bunch of about basically good apparel. There's shirts. There's hats. There's sweatshirts. There's hoodies and so much more. Go check it out and bless your family members with a great gift this year. Great gifts look good on you. So check it out. Let's close this out very quickly, right? And so you got to keep your faith in motion. You got to keep your faith in motion. So in verse 15, right, right, let me read verse 15 very quickly. So in verse 15, verse 15 says, and for your sake, I'm glad I wasn't there. This is Jesus speaking. And for your sake, I'm glad I wasn't there, for now you will really believe to see him. God will wait. God will wait for the right moment so you can believe. God will wait for the right moment just so you can believe. And so throughout this chapter, I think this is so powerful because in this chapter of John, uh, chapter 11 family, we're being shown that 
Martha was having complete faith in God. She was having faith in Jesus. Maybe you feel that you should tell Jesus uh, if you had been in the season of my life, this bad thing might not have happened. But family, even now, God is able to give you whatever you ask for according to his will. So even now, you got to remain steadfast. It's significant that Jesus waited four days to go and, ri- and, and raise Lazarus up. He knew he was sick. In fact, Jesus knew Lazarus was going to die. He could have gone on the first day they requested Jesus and healed Lazarus and saved them all from the trouble. Jesus could have arrived on the second or third day, but there was there, there's always a reason for a delay. I understand it, family. Sometimes it's just a test of our faith. And those are the times when to be consistent in trusting God. Family, in tough times, are you going to be discouraged and give up? Will you keep your faith in motion? Martha would have gotten bitter, complained, or gotten angry. And she, listen, if she would have stayed, stop the miracle. If she would have stayed bitter, stayed in the house like Mary and kept crying, she would have stopped the miracle. This is where people miss God's best. What have you blocked God from doing in your life all because you allowed yourself to sink in your feelings and your emotions? What have you blocked? She stayed in the house and she cried. Martha said, I'm going to go where he is. And yes, if you would have been here, my brother would have still be alive, but I still recognize that you are God. And even now, whatever you ask God, he'll do it. In a way, she really was probably saying, like, if you decided to raise Lazarus from the dead, I still believe you can do it. She would have stayed in her feeling. She would have blocked the miracle. What are you blocking God from doing in your life simply because you are allowing yourself to sink in your feelings and your emotions? While you're waiting for the problem to turn around, waiting for your health to improve, waiting for a child to get on the right, you're waiting for your, you, you may be waiting for your, your children to get on the right course. Those are critical times. These are real situations, real problems that we face, family. But can you pass the test of staying in faith when you don't see anything happening? Keep a good attitude when, when you feel as though God is silent. Calling out to God like Martha, you sent word, you're praying, but it seems as if God is not coming. For some reason, God delays. He's not answering. The situation is not improving. This is when many people get discouraged and think, well, too bad. You may say, I believe, you may say, I believe five years ago that I could get out of debt. Now, way over my head. They say, I used to believe that I can get healthy again, but I, I, you, you used to think that you can meet the right person. You used to feel that you can accomplish your dreams, but you may think it's been too long. Too many setbacks. I'm simply to tell you tonight to make the choice to stay focused. How you wait how you get through it. When Jesus arrived at Mary and Martha's house, he said to them, take me to the place where your brother is buried. He says, take me to the tomb. In other words, Jesus was saying, I I, I know we're going over time, but I need you to catch this. In other words, Jesus was saying, take me to the place where you stopped believing. Take me to the place where you gave up on your dreams. And you decided that you wouldn't get well, that you wouldn't meet the right person. No 
know, Martha and Mary, take me to the place where your brother is. Basically saying, take me to the place where you let go of your faith. I'm going to meet you where you at. Take me to where you stop believing. And so, family, if you don't go back to the place, if you don't go back to that place where you got discouraged, where you gave up, where you stopped believing, and stir up your faith and get your passion back, hide the hands of God. If you don't get back in faith, you're going to tie God's hands. You got to be mindful of how you position yourself. You got to go back to that place where you quit believing and ask yourself, is my God bigger than this problem? Is my God greater than this addiction? Is God more powerful than this sickness? Is God still Jehovah Jireh, the Lord, who provides? Is he still Jehovah Rapha, the Lord, my healer? Is he El Shaddai, the God, who is more than enough? I'm going to stop right there. Capability versus availability. It's not that you don't believe God is able. You believe God is capable, capable of doing whatever you need him to. Your problem is you don't like God's timing. I've been there. I'm learning just like all of us are learning. We got to learn how to trust God. God's delay, not denial. He knows exactly when to show up. To you, it's up too late. And what he does, greater than what you expected. He showed up at the tomb. He called Lazarus' name. Lazarus came walking out as if he never died. Because he's God like that. God can do exceedingly abundantly above all that we can ask or think according to his power that is at work within us. Be encouraged. Stay focused. And always make sure, family, that you're pressing forward by faith. Why? Because by faith we good, for we walk by faith and not by sight. I love you, and I look forward to connecting with you next month as we continue in this series titled, Keep Your Faith in Motion, because when your faith is in motion, God's word is working. I love you, family. I'm out. Jesus led. He raised me, I will not lose. He saved me, I will not lose. Set me free, I will not lose. Never want to see me down, I will not lose. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.